Howdy, everybody, and welcome to yet another thrilling edition of the Black Anime Nerds podcast. This is your admin, Max. I'm joined by my esteemed colleagues, Mr. Justin Harwell. What up, man? Mr. Uh, Spencer White. Don't forget to vote. Mr. Brandon D. What's up, everybody? And Miss Alexis Sullivan. Hey. Thanks again for tuning in. We've got some God of High School talk, some uh, ReZero talk, and um, going over this week's big uh, announcement that um, Kiss Manga and Kiss Anime, two prominent anime sites in the community, um, getting taken down. Um, so a lot of ground to cover today. And um, we'll get started with um, God of High School. Preliminaries are, are over, but uh, a lot of world building in this episode, a lot of setup for, for things to come. Brandon, what did you think of uh, episode six of God of High School? I enjoyed it a lot. They went into a lot of uh, explaining with a lot of different characters. The They finally introduced uh, Teiji, uh, Jin's grandfather, which I was really, really excited about because they had introduced him. They spoke about him the first episode, and I mentioned him here and there, like the third or fourth episode. But his introduction was really dope, how he handled that um, cult knocks and everything with them trying to jump him and everything, and then he just turned the tables on him in like two seconds. It was interesting to see that uh, our main trio is now going to be fighting as a team, I thought with this, how this tournament was set up, it was going to be individual fights, but I'm surprised that they have uh, team-organized fights for this competition because I thought it was one sole victor going all the way to the top and everything. And then we get introduced to this super old dude who ends up becoming Jin's instructor and everything, uh, being one of the, as Park Maojin called them, the six or something, the... Uh, old six or something, if I recall correctly. And they um, was, yeah, it was the six. Yeah, and they said that the fruit that they gave Jin was he shouldn't have been able to accept it, but he was fine with take, taking it afterwards and took to it like nothing. So it's interesting to see what that meant. Like, what was it supposed to do if it had rejected him? Like, how was it supposed to change him and everything? And we got introduced to the power system. Finally, it came out as a full name, Chakroy or something. I can't, I couldn't pronounce it when they said it, but it was crazy because they saying that high schoolers are now going to be sharing the powers of ancient deities. It's like, what? I was like, I'm like, who's going to be, why are they trying to make high schoolers deities? It's like, what they got going on over here? just a lot they had going on in this episode. I'm wondering who's going to be matched up with what. And um, I saw from the painting that they had a lot of Japanese mythology in there from the painting of uh, ancient gods and everything. So it'll be interesting to see who gets matched up with who. Yeah. Yeah, they threw a lot at us in this episode. Justin, uh, what were your thoughts? Exactly what you said. Um, when they're not fighting... And it gets into, like, the explanatory, like, you know, parts of the show. It's like, fuck, they throw so much at you. And it's like, god damn. When it's not, like, one-on-one in the fucking ring, it's like you got to pay attention, like, super hard. 
from <laughs> like what Brandon said. There was some icky Thompson type shit. How like they're gonna have the powers of some fucking gods and shit deities. I'm like, okay, that. And then there's like stand powers. And then this motherfucker is bringing down a fucking sword from the damn earth from the stratosphere. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is going on right now? Like, I'm still enjoying it, but I'm just like, it went from a tournament arc to motherfuckers got the powers of God. I mean, it's called God of High School, but damn, I didn't think God was going to actually come down. One of the tro- somebody was talking about like tropes in uh, in anime that you don't like, and right now I'm, I'm anime only. I don't mm-hmm. like when it's like the main character is just super super strong and like superior to his uh, teammates. And I don't know if Mori is going to just like completely surpass Daiwei and Mira. I hope he don't. I really want to see a team where they're all, like, badasses. Like, I mean, they're badasses, but I want them to be, like, neck and neck in, like, skill level. But I know that's not going to happen. <laughs> but I would like to see Mira hold her own. She feels like she's an extra right now. And I don't want her to feel like that. She's not my favorite girl, but I still want her to, like, feel like she's the shit. I don't know. It was a lot. It was a lot. <laughs> um, I'm looking forward to seeing the other teens because I definitely like the character designs of the people that we saw that they're going to be fighting. That shit was dope. And I'm looking forward to seeing a lot of different um, fighting styles animated because I think Mappa could do it. So, yeah, you know, I'm looking forward to the fights. Righteous. Alexis, what did you think? Um, I enjoyed it. Um, I was excited to see his grandfather. His grandfather's still alive, right? Like, they didn't end up killing him because I wasn't sure if he eventually ended up dying and like this was just the memory or something like that i don't think we officially know yet okay so i'm excited to see more i hope he's not dead because i want to see more of him and with the whole deities thing so does this mean that our crew um han Jin, and what's her name um does this mean that they um are going to be getting their own deities and at some point they're going to have these abilities also because i hope so because i really want to see it every time i see it it makes me think of shaman king and i'm so excited because i love shaman king and so i really want to see more of that what's the girl's name again mira. uh mira dang yeah, that's it yeah 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 her so Damn, those she's not even remember <laughs> <laughs> I, listen, I i tend to be more focused on the male characters a lot so i almost always forget the yeah, i like the name. female characters <laughs> i feel like i just feel like a lot of times the female characters are written boring um or they're just not as well written as the male characters for me so i tend to ignore them uh so yeah i i really enjoyed the episode i feel like there was a fight but i don't really remember the fight which probably means it wasn't a very good fight then um Uh, yeah because once her face fought fought, what's his face (laughs) mira fought the capoeira guy and beat his ass with capoeira guy yeah, oh, 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 yes. Yeah, okay, I kind of remember that. Yeah, that fight definitely didn't really stick out to me very much. Yeah. It, yeah. It, 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 it seemed like... It wasn't meant to, you know, it was... Supposed yeah. To but yeah, I just want to see more of the of the deities. I want to see more. I want to see exactly how they get them, and exactly... I want to see who, who everybody... Hopefully, if, if that's what's going to happen, I want to see exactly what deity each of them are going to get, how they're going to utilize it. I'm excited for that part. Yeah, I'm... I'm looking for that too. When people are throwing 
swords out of the sky. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he had that big ass sword that came out of the sky on his, on his grandfather. And so we, didn't, I don't think we saw what actually happened because we just saw the sword come out of the sky, and then I think maybe it went to something else. I'm like, okay, so did he just like punch the sword and went like what happened? Right. Yeah. All we saw was him picking down the horse. Yeah, hopefully yeah. they expand on that scene later. Yeah. Zuko, shut up. <laughs> Cats. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mr. Spencer, what did you think? Uh, I feel like it was going to be a setup to, like, what's that kind of art that they have in Shonen? It's kind of like a time skip, but not really. Because I feel like all three of them have somebody that they're going to talk to and gain something new from. But I don't know. It just felt like somebody older gave them a little bit of advice, and now they feel like they're ready to go, which is yeah. But I'm 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 also interested in the um the new terrorist group, Nog, because it's obvious there's some kind of connection between them and gods and what's happening with the whole tournament. But to what extent, I don't know. Yeah, I feel kind of bad, but uh, I know they tried to to make us feel bad about the announcer guy, but uh, I didn't really, I wasn't feeling anything. He didn't, I felt he a little bad. Power. A little? I think I felt bad because he was blind. <laughs> <laughs> well, they yeah, did I say that was... they threw in the family, too. They threw in the family kind of like, oh, yeah, he has a family. I mean, I'd hope he had a family. And then, he, and then to make it worse, he got off-screened. Yeah, I don't know. I it didn't hit the. It didn't hit for me personally. The episode was fine. I didn't think there was anything like, like wrong with the episode. But this is definitely one of those series that <laughs> that um, I'm not gonna. I'm just not gonna know who anyone's name is. It's gonna be one of those series like um, redheaded guy versus one armed guy or something like that. Like, they told us the name of every member of, like, the six or whatever. I still don't remember what their names are. Um, still not. Not the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, they breeze through them quickly. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a, it's just a, a very uh, – there's just lots of moving parts. But I'm interested to learn more, more about the guy, like, the the group that they'll be facing next. I think they're facing the team that has that dude that doesn't look like he's in high school. I think they have the. They're facing the team with the girl with the umbrella. She looks like real fancy. I don't know. But, yeah. but, but it was with the the two like burly dudes though, right? Yeah. 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 They don't look high schoolers. Yeah, the one. I think even the one guy like even mentioned that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, we saw those the blue hair guy and. And that other guy kind of get into a confrontation. They seem like they'll be making this going forward. I just realized that he summoned Jaws from the ground. Yeah, that that poor guy like didn't even know what was going on. So yeah, this is just like one of those episodes where it's just basically just set up for the next arc. <laughs> Wait. We didn't even talk about old boy who got killed at the end, did we? This this show got too many characters. Wait, the, the announcer guy? Wait, no, the other one, the other commissioner. 
Oh, Oh the yeah, the one who fought Jen. Yeah, the one who got the, the pay taken away. The fact that we all said, "Oh yeah, him." There's so many characters, bro. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going on. And like apparently, he was like one of the strongest of the commissioners. Wasn't, wasn't that the <laughs> Wasn't that the same guy that killed the blind guy? No. I thought they had both oh, had red hair. I thought you were about the commissioner. Um, he looked. Yeah, that was. Yeah, the same guy who killed the blind guy way. also killed the commissioner. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's what I thought. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that happened. <laughs> um, um, RP, RP to the dude. Yeah. Damn, yeah, he got I mean, killed, and he get his payback. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he didn't have a family. <laughs> yeah, apparently we weren't. We really weren't supposed to care about him. <laughs> yeah, we talked about the blind dude, and he only had like a good appearance one episode. Yeah, yeah, like there's a lot of shady stuff going on behind the scenes. I mean, what what was everybody's looking for the key? I think that's what they call called the person in this episode. Like one one of uh, the characters in this tournament. Usually in these these cases, it's the it's the main character, but we don't really know yet. Like somebody is is the key to whatever they've got going on. Maybe anybody. Shoot, it could be Mira. You never know. I mean, they are saying that like her moonlight style, uh, sword style, whatever is pretty powerful. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yep. We're pretty much at the halfway point. In in the series, I mean, like, how what are you guys thinking um, of the series so far? Like, like for me, like, like uh, the action's pretty slick, and it, it's it's a pretty fun watch most episodes. But like, something is like is keeping me from from calling it great. Mm. Uh, what do you guys think? What do you think, Brandon? Yeah, it's definitely good, top notch fights, no doubt, but. I think it's lack of character, like, exploration with everybody's character and everything, and they're just introducing too much at once. Because I remember none of the six um, fighters that they had joined. Uh, the only one I remember is Park Majin, because he's the head of the entire God of High School event. But other than that, I like the story. I mean... They've been moving, like, super fast, like, quickly through it, explaining stuff, like, super quickly. But I feel like this is a really nice setup to something bigger. Hopefully, they'll go into more in-depth on what's with everything that's going on with, you know, world building and everything and helping set up and everything. Yeah. I totally agree. I totally agree. Um, For me, it's – I enjoy this show – but I'm not emotionally invested in anybody's character. I have characters yeah. that I like. You know, I like I like Han, but I'm not emotionally invested in any of them. If either if any of them died, I wouldn't really care all that much. Because um, there's just a lot going on, um, and I think I feel like it's going really fast. Um, and it might. And I, again, this is where I think that COVID may be playing a lot into this because I I kind of feel like a lot of this may have been rushed. Um, with them trying to get something out and perhaps with COVID really messing up the schedule. Um, and so I don't know if that's why it seems so rushed, but I wouldn't be surprised to find out that that's the case. So 
like for me, that's why for me it's not as much as I enjoy it. It's not animated the season for me, and neither was Tower of God. I didn't think Tower of God was worthy of being animated the season either, um, because it also for me there was just a lack of character. I don't want to say development because it's not you know a whole lot going on, but I don't know. I failed to get me invested in and in, truly invested in the characters. Tower of God did, and also God of High School is doing the same thing, where I'm not really invested in the characters' lives and their stories so far. Um, I enjoy the fights, but the characters, I'm just like, oh, okay, I like this character, but that's kind of it. I don't know if maybe it's because they're both webtoons. Maybe that's another thing Another thing that's playing into this. I don't know. But um, even though I enjoy both of those shows, they both suffer from not really making me feel anything so far. Whereas I, there are other shows that I think have done, a, like, for, for example, with ReZero, I was invested in ReZero from season one, within the first couple episodes for me. So I know I feel like it's not just the fact that this is their first season, because it's possible to make people feel something within the first season. Yeah. It's just that these two shows aren't doing that. I, I, I definitely agree with you. There's something lacking um, from both Tower of God and God of High School for me. Oh, yeah. For sure. I totally co-sign with everything you just said justin uh like what's your take on first half of god of high school I've, like i said i've been asking for a show like this but <laughs> but i would love to show more if it was more girls in it <laughs> i'm just being honest i don't know i've <laughs> always imagined a show like this but with girls minus the fan service so minus like Icky Towson, I didn't like that. <laughs> I wanted a show, uh, like, but I did not like Icky Towson. So I wanted a show like this, but with girls that were actually taken serious. So, um, yeah, I, I love the animation. I love the choreography when they put time into it. It's it's dope. And I love seeing. I, I always say, I don't want to hear you screaming out your attack all the time. <laughs> Just fight. Uh, so when they put in like ten minutes worth of choreography and it's like different and it's authentic and it's you know, the eye-popping and all that type of shit. I love it. Like y'all said, I'm not invested in the characters like that. <laughs> We've gotten, like, glimpses of, you know, character development, and that's cool and all, but I really don't care. I'm just... And one more thing. Uh, I'm hoping when they do get their powers, they do not just turn it to, like, Avatar slash Dragon Ball Z flying powers. I still want to see choreography all the way through. I don't want them turning to guys and they're just like shooting powers at each other. I don't want to see that. Yeah, I, really do not I agree with that. you. I yeah, want to see hands and feet all the way through the story. Hands and feet, elbows, head butts, all that type of shit. <laughs> that's what I want to see. And I'll be happy if that's how it turns out. I'll be happy. I feel that. Um, I just feel like it's not going to go that way anymore. I don't know why, but it's like I get that feeling like our skills and everything that we've learned and studied and do that all, did all that is going to go right out the window because now it's like ground sharks and fire and shit. Damn. But it, but it's, it's like maybe they could like put the two together probably, but I still feel like at some point they're going to toss everything martial arts right out the window. At some point, it, it feels that way. Because now they're talking about bringing back God, and I'm like, oh, wait, hold on, we don't do that. The last time people bring back God, that didn't go well. In any story. 
And I, I, you know, I'm sorry. I love Moore to death, but I don't think his kicks are going to kill God. So I feel like there's something more put into it, but I don't know. So far for me, I feel like it's a, it's a good ride. It's just, I don't know where it's going. And I don't know what's going to happen next week. I don't know what's going to happen in a few weeks. It just feels like, I, it, it started at just hands. Like, it was just an anime about hands being thrown. <laughs> and it's like, it's not that anymore. It's like hands being thrown. That's got some weird fucking aura around it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not. I'm what's not getting song? my. What's wrong? This song, hands, shoulders, knees, and toes. That's all I think. That's what I need. I don't need powers. I don't need eye beams. I don't need swords falling from the damn clouds. I want to see hands and feet. I mean, eye beams would be kind of cool though. Uh, yeah. Like yo, we just want hands, man. They set up. The power creep from the beginning when that when that guy is uh, somehow made a hand flatten an island. So yeah, things are, yeah. I don't know how soon it's gonna happen, but things are gonna get uh, out of pocket uh, <laughs> before long. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm interested to see what happens. I mean, it, it kind of seems like we're just going right into another tournament arc yeah. of some sorts. Hopefully. Um, yeah, the, the consensus has kind of just been that, you know, like, we like watching it. Like, it's a fun watch, but we kind of just don't care yet. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, this arc really uh, draws us in and gets invested. Episode 6 was solid. Look forward to Episode 7. Without further ado, unless, um, does anyone have anything to add about Episode 6? Oh, I got one more thing to add. Why the fuck did they draw a fucking um, Jim with two left feet? That shit bothers the fuck out of me. When he's at the park? Yes. I didn't even notice, but I wouldn't even notice that either. I wouldn't even be surprised. <laughs> they kept showing his feet when he looked down. You know, he was in that tree and he was getting a balloon for the kids. He flipped down. He was like, "Oh shit, I might have switched to my ankle." And they kept showing his feet, and he had two left feet. <laughs> Maybe that's how bad the sprain was. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> We're talking about the same show where everyone went to get the code. Yeah. I wonder if they've got this nanotechnology that somehow can't solve the uh, common cold. Yeah. Yeah. It, oh, yeah. And, I mean, hopefully it's explained more later, but um, I still don't really know what the, how, how their little power level system works. Like, everybody's got a level. Like, I think Han's level, and we saw it in this episode, was like six. I'm interested to see how that how that changes and how that goes up and down and yeah, because they did say that, um, Park did say that depending on what your power level is, decides which class or which deity you get eventually, and you get to make that your own uh, as a possibility in the future. So I'm wondering whose level is going to be the highest, who's going to be the lowest, and who's going to get what. So that'll definitely be interesting to see. All right. Well, episode six, God of High School is in the books. Without further ado, we can just uh, transition over to episode 31 of ReZero. Man, a lot happened. <laughs> you know, last week's episode ended with um, Subaru being disemboweled by Elsa. That was a big surprise seeing her come back. He wakes up, finds Amelia in the same place she was in the previous loop, 
having a tough time with the trial, reassures her, wakes her up. Later on, she's able to attend the meeting to discuss, like, the plans for the trial. And um, just using the knowledge from the previous loop, Subaru makes a suggestion that um, he should take a trial in Amelia's place. But uh, Garfield disagreed, even though he agreed in the, in the previous loop. And uh, that threw up some red flags. So Subaru's head spinning. He still has to address what's going on at the mansion on top of what's taking place with the trials. So he talks with Roswell, and um, he agrees to have Ram accompany uh, Subaru to the mansion to kind of just see what's up with Frederica and everything. Um, so he gets there. Everything seems okay. There two two days um uh, earlier than when he arrived in the previous loop, Ram and uh, Subaru con- confront Frederica, asking her, um, like, what's going on and if she's a part, like, this, uh, if she's conspiring, plotting something. She claimed that um, the stone that she gave Amelia isn't, uh, doesn't teleport people, which kind of um, told us that she wasn't planning any of that. And uh, before we can... Uh, figure out anything else, um, Elsa shows up, attacks the mansion uh, two days early. She attacks, um, we're introduced to Frederica's uh, beast form um, because she's um, a half-blood. She transforms and fights Elsa, and um, Subaru and company try to go save Ram and Beatrice when they're uh, ambushed by, like, a mob beast, and mob beasts just start assaulting the mansion. And uh, chaos ensues. Subaru gets knocked unconscious. When he wakes up, he finds that he's holding on to the the severed hand, uh, arm of Petra. And uh, Petrash, uh, Ram, Frederica have all been killed. Um, Elsa is about to kill Subaru when he quickly opens the door to try to escape, or just to o- open the door to run, and... Um, he finds that Beatrice, for some reason, uh, decided to save him, even though she <laughs> wasn't helping with, with the attack in the mansion at all. So lots happened in this episode. It was uh, action-packed from the beginning. I didn't want to ramble on too much, but just kind of wanted to give the Cliff Notes version of what happened. Uh, Brandon, what, what did you think of um, uh, this episode of Reason Zero? Yeah, I loved it. A lot happened in this episode. Um, I was really surprised that Garfield was shocked that Subaru was able to take the test and he was willing to go through with it, but he declines and says, Amelia's got to take it. And that had me thinking that maybe he just felt too put on the spot with Amelia being right there and Rose Wall being in the next room because he's so terrified of him and everything. I figure he wouldn't want to try and cross him like and right in front of him to have any screw up anything with the sanctuary and anything. And when Ram Ram and uh, Subaru were traveling back to the mansion, one thing that stood out to me was that Subaru had told Garfield that he would use Ram as a distraction if anything were to go bad on their way to the mansion. And Ram said, Oh, this feeling i felt like you've done this before i don't know why this bothered me more than it should have but it did and they go to a flashback of the first uh loop of 
Ram, Ram and Subaru in the forest fighting the mob beasts. And I'm wondering, did is she starting to remember memories of Subaru's loops because he messed up the timeline so badly with dying so many times previously before people are starting to remember what he sees and everything. So that was an interesting point that I saw in the middle of the episode. And they went off the wall with all the crazy shit happening at the mansion and just start popping off. And it was the embodiment of fuck your feelings with ReZero because it was just like throwing everything out at us at once with Petra. I was not ready at all to just see her. Oh, God. It was just all bad. And when I saw Beatrice chilling in the cut, just sitting in the back, just chilling, it's like, meanwhile, a whole war is going on outside, but she's just sitting there unbothered by Subaru screaming at her. It's just like, what are you doing? And I'm like... (laughs) Is she a villain or something? Because she was hired by Rosewall to protect the mansion, yet Elsa's invading. She's trying to kill Frederica and kill Beatrice, but she's done nothing in the process. And how could she not know what's going on in the mansion since she oversees everything? It's just, this whole episode was just wild. Yeah, you could say, you could say that again. Alexis, what did you think? Okay, so funny story. I started watching the episode a few days ago, like late at night, but I started falling asleep. So then I paused it. And apparently I forgot to go back and watch the episode. Because <laughs> I don't know nothing y'all are talking about. It wasn't until you started doing the recap and I was like, I don't remember this. So then I pulled it up on VRV and I definitely still have like 15 minutes left. I totally forgot to go back and watch it. So yeah. yeah. I thought that I had finished it until you started talking about it. Um, but, yeah, so I can't really say for sure, although I'm very excited to go watch this episode now. And just from listening to the recap, it makes me think in the premiere of season two when um, Subaru tried to go back, but he couldn't because, like, the save point had moved. Now hearing that people are remembering things um, and, like, how Garfield changed his position this time from what he did in the first loop, it's almost – and how apparently Elsa shows up two days early, even though he he went back two days early. It's almost like the difficulty has been upped. Like, things – it's not just – not the save point moved on him. Now it's like the difficulty has been moved up. So even if he does go back, now things aren't the same anymore. So that's – I'm excited to see more of that. I'm going to have to watch this after we finish this podcast because I'm excited to see exactly how all of this plays out. But, yeah, so I couldn't really tell you because I forgot to finish it. <laughs> <laughs> Tisk tisk. <laughs> uh, Mr. Spencer, episode thirty-one. What's your What's your take? Another reason why I don't trust I don't trust the dude. Well, well, he's got something planned again. Cause yeah, Mr. I swore Mr. I thought I, I swore I thought it was just gonna be as as easy as okay, stuff can go around. But now everyone's like, no, 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 no. She has to do it. But it's like I get it. Like, I, I I get it. I really do. She has a good body. But this is, like, your personal issue and, like, a lot of people. I don't really think we should be gambling that. No matter how many times that we can, you know, go back into the original area. Listen, people are dying, okay? So if we can just move from there, 
and then from the whole area of the mansion, it was weird. It was weird because I, I was sure, I was sure she was up to something. I was 100% sure. Like, at, like after the gym thing, of the teleportation and everything, I just knew, she knew she wasn't going to be there. Because when they first got in and the girl said that she was out um, doing something, I'm like, I we're not born at night, people. She's doing something. She's probably letting Elsa in. We're all going to get killed. That's how it is. And then he started, tell, he started asking a question. She's like, what are you talking about? I went, nah. Nah, no, 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 no. No, no, no. There's no way you're going to tell me that Elsa is just going to walk through here at some point. You have no idea that's going to happen. No, 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 no. And it, it, it was a lot of times where I watched I watched it like twice. But it was a lot of times where I had to pause it and go like, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> like, especially at the end where they he opened the door in my mind, I'm like, okay, this is really stupid. Like, I said it, I was like, this is really stupid because you just make it sad by her right now. And the last thing you want to see is a room. Very nice, very romantic, but, like, let's look at reality first, like it. There's nothing you or Rim could do in this particular situation. If you was to open that door and it wasn't Beatrice, but it was Rim, now what? You mean to tell me that he was going to slam that door behind Elsa with a knife and be like, job done, guys. We got it. <laughs> <laughs> what was the end goal? Well, so there's that, but he may also have been kind of um... – hoping he could just die and restart because like the first thing he asks her is like, why why did you save me why didn't you just let me uh get killed so i can try this whole thing over again but but on, on the bright side maybe like he'll he'll learn something more as time goes on but here's here's another weird question i have so because beatrice let him in Let's say in the next episode he dies. I don't know, but let's say in the next episode he dies. Is he going all the way back to where he saw um, Emilio lose her shit? Or is he going to stop right there with Beatrice? I can't really say. I mean, like in in the past, like the save point hasn't moved like until he like clears the previous like obstacle. Wouldn't wouldn't escaping Elsa be an obstacle? I mean, I think like saving the people that he needs to save is probably the obstacle. I mean, if you think about arc arc one back at the Capitol, like Subaru died and restarted at the same place and t- until they were able to defeat Elsa and make sure that everybody stayed alive. Like the same thing like continued throughout the season, but this isn't like that. Um, Subaru has his back against the wall for sure. Um, not only does he have to worry about Amelia overcoming the trial, but he has like a maximum of five days before uh, also like massacres the mansion. So he has to figure out a way to, to stop all these problems. Yeah, it's really weird that she also showed up two days early. early. Um, yeah, that bothers me too. But I mean, she was just chilling. At the, she, was either, she either just chilled at the mansion the first time, or she went on time the first time. Yeah, we don't we don't know. But 
we now know that she has been contracted by somebody, two maids and a shut-in, the shut-in being Beatrice. And not only that, but um, we're not just dealing with, with Elsa here. We're dealing with um, a whole swarm of mob beasts and somebody somebody named Maylee that uh, she name-dropped in this episode as well. So, unfortunately for poor Subaru, things just keep getting worse and worse <laughs> um, with each return by death. Garfield's actions are, uh, yeah, they raise a lot of red flags. Like, this is, the, this is the first time that something like this has happened. Usually, Subaru can use the knowledge that he gets in previous loops and uh, use them to his advantage. But when he tried to do that this time, uh, it just didn't work, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense at this point. It really hurt, too, when uh, Ram kind of delivered that gut punch, saying that even though even though she has no memories of, uh, of Ram, she, she claims that she knows she would, like, sacrifice herself to like protect Roswell and then like to see Subaru be like that that wasn't that wasn't what I uh brought you back here to say. That was pretty sad. Another cool thing that kind of happened uh that just shows um you know how Subaru can uh impact everything in like subtle ways is the fact that um after uh returning by death in this episode, the first thing he does is is rush right over to comfort and reassure Amelia. In the previous loop, he hesitated. By doing it quickly in this episode, um, uh, he was able to help Amelia get it together enough mentally to actually be able to participate in the meeting, which was kind of cool a cool uh, parallel between this loop and the previous loop. Just how like subtle actions and, and decisions by Subaru can have positive and negative impacts. It was kind of hard to see you know, he, he's kind of backed into a, a corner, like he's feeling the pressure. It's kind of, it's kind of a bummer to see Subaru um, elect to take the trials himself, himself, even though uh, Amelia wanted to to work on it, just because, not because he doesn't trust her, but just because he wants to clear the trials and save the sanctuary as soon as possible, just given all the shit that's going on. But yeah, I mean, I'm rambling here. Um, Justin, I know you said that uh, you weren't sure what to say, but after after your recap and hearing people chat, do you have anything uh, you'd like to add about the episode? <laughs> Why you do this shit? <laughs> <laughs> I can I can edit it out. I was by just right now. No, if, um, it's good. It's good. Um, yeah, I'm watching it right now, and that recap. You know, it was it was hard to hear. <laughs> That's us. <laughs> Damn. I think you posted in the group that the animation went down a little bit and I was like, Damn, it did. But that's just a little personal gripe man. It's I know it's minor. Uh but yeah, I'm watching it right now and I'm about to get to that scene and yeah. Oh okay. <laughs> yeah, for 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 people who don't know, um Due to COVID, um, this episode of ReZero was the first episode where the staff was working from home, mm-hmm. um, which, I mean, they probably have, like, all the workers probably have all the equipment they need, but, you know, just because you're not in 
in the office with everybody. Like, probably the communication probably isn't isn't as good. Yeah, like Justin was saying, um, the animation the animation dipped a little bit. Um, not in like a super distracting way, but uh, um, for the little bits of action sequences in this episode, um, movements were a little stiff. There are a lot of like uh, direct like cuts from like scene to scene, so that you didn't have to like animate it. But I mean, White Fox is a great studio. You could tell they put a lot of work into this. I mean, even though the animation wasn't like super top notch, like they were able to deliver on all the like story bits and the emotional bits. Um, uh, the the art was pretty much consistent all the way through. Yeah. Well, I guess, what did you guys think of the um, uh, Frederica's transformation? One, did you think that 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 would, did you guys think that was even something that was on the table when uh, she was introduced? No, not at all. Came out of nowhere for me. It took me by surprise. She just turned into a giant yellow lion and just started fucking shit up. It's like, oh, God, what is this? I was just super (laughs) confused when I saw that. And I'm like, damn. Okay, this you was do one of those moments where. What was that? Oh, uh, I said this is one of the moments where I stopped and was like, nah. <laughs> nah. Nah. Wait, I get the teeth, but I, I thought it stopped there. <laughs> and then she did it partially, and I was like, okay, partial was fine. But then something in me was like, if it's partial, then nah. Yeah. Like, nah. <laughs> I can't say that until it happened, and I was like, "Okay, no, no, no nah." <laughs> and this was probably something that you guys were able to put together pretty quickly. But um, you know, it's been confirmed that her and, and Garfield are are siblings. So, with that being said, it, it begs the question: Does does he have a transformation? I didn't even think about that. He'd probably look like more demonic version of what uh, Frederica would probably look like. Knowing how fierce he is, he would probably look ten times meaner. I can't even imagine what that would look like. Kind of just an interesting thing thing to monitor as we go forward. And I don't know if you guys caught this, how it goes with Subaru. Like, he'll often, like, casually, like, talk about like dying or like things that happened in in a previous life everybody around him like usually doesn't take him seriously or just thinks he's like rambling on about nonsense but he was talking with roswell and um he mentioned something to the effect of this isn't how it was supposed to happen this time and uh, roswell (laughs) responds with this time and uh, like what do you mean by that sort of tone um, but he didn't seem all that surprised. So it's just interesting how, like, um, Roswell is able to, he takes Subaru's comments, like, a little bit more seriously than uh, everybody else. Also, I have a question. So what, do you have guys think, so what do you guys think Ram said to to uh, unconscious Ram? Because it, it, it lasted a while. She couldn't just stand there and was like, oh, yeah, you look like me. Yeah, and, uh, I feel like I feel like it was a conversation that happened, or her talking to her. Yeah, Ram's very uh, rough around the edges, but we do know that she 
um, cares deeply for the people that she cares about. And even though Gluttony's authority um, took everything about Rem away, you can still tell that she felt something. She could definitely tell that there's a connection somehow. Like, based on what you guys have seen right now, do you guys think um, Beatrice is a friend or a foe? I think she's somewhere down the middle. I think she's trying her best playing both sides, but I think she's falling more towards the villainous side because there's no explanation as to why she wouldn't help everybody getting slaughtered outside the uh, of her room of the uh, mansion, why she wouldn't help everybody, even though she's been hired as a guardian, but I have no clue at this point because they've just been throwing curveball after curveball, so I don't know what to expect. What do you think, Spencer? I feel like she's been around for a while, so maybe she grew up a certain kind of like mindset, and now she's stuck in it, but now she's, I guess, too rude did something with her, and she feels kind of like conflicted because she's going against her old values, against what's happening now. It's something something to that extent, because I'm guessing, because she's really flip-floppy. Like, I, I, I can't really tease a time where she'll say something that I'm just like, wait, 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 wait. Wasn't that someone bad? Why do you know, why do you know someone bad? Nah, 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 nah. Like, it's, all, it's always something that's like, it's like sometimes... I, I won't think about it. I'm like, oh, it's Beatrice. She looks cute. Not library, whatever. But then there's sometimes, like, she whispers something. But, like, um, what was it, the first episode of the new season? First second? Where she said something about someone? And I was like, okay, who the hell is that, and why do you know them? Oh, she said, she said juice. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I was like, hold on. It feels to me like she may she may know what's happening, but she's like trying not to tell anybody because I guess something happened to her, something. But it's weird. I I, I can't pinpoint it. If I had to choose, I'd say she's probably a foe, just because she won't say anything. Yeah. So um, shit uh, majorly hit the fan in this episode. Do you guys have any? Predictions for um, next week's episode? I don't have a prediction. I don't have a prediction, but when it comes to um, Beatrice, she seems to me like um, that trope where you have, because I get the sense that she's like really old. I don't know if that's because she said it already. I feel like she said already that she's like thousands of years old. Maybe Maybe I'm making that up. But I get the sense that she's like really, really, really old. I wouldn't be surprised if she's a couple thousand years old. Um, I just get that kind of sense from her, like she's been around for a really long time. And she seems like like that trope where you have the really old ancient character who's kind of been around for a long time and they they oversee everything, but because of like cosmic rules, they're not allowed to get involved. So they, they kind of just point people in the right direction. They kind of give cryptic messages. They don't really say everything that they know. And it's, not so much that because they're a villain or a foe, but because of certain rules of the universe, what they're not really allowed to get involved. Um, kind of like the gods in Greek mythology, where they're not really allowed to get involved personally. They always have to go through somebody else. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised to find out that it, she's not really either. 
she's just someone who is allowed to to monitor what's going on and maybe point people in the right direction, but she can't actually do anything herself. I wouldn't be surprised if that were the case with her. I mean, I would say that's definitely on the table. I mean, it would explain her actions uh, in this episode, like not helping save everyone from, like, dying terrible deaths. Yeah. Um, Which leads to another question. What did she do the first time? So, obviously, we didn't really see that play out, but, I mean, it's it's implied that um, Elsa killed the two maids and probably killed Beatrice um, just because all the doors in, in the mansion were open. Mm. And that's kind of how her door crossing works. Like, you can't, like, find her room. It's super hard to find her room normally because, like, the, the doors are usually closed and there's probably hundreds of doors in the mansion um, where she could just... Um, move from door to door with her, like, dimension, like, gate crossing. But when all of them are, when all of them are open except one, like, obviously, she's kind of stuck that way. It'd be easy, it'd be easy to find her, and, and she's super strong, but, um, Elsa's pretty tough, too. I guess we can assume that, that that's what happened last time, just because, at, at the very least, the maids were killed, because nobody greeted Greeted Subaru at the mansion, but it would be cool to have, see Beatrice like actually like fight for once. Her power's been implied like quite a few times that she's super powerful. But then yeah, uh, Elsa and 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 this Maylee person. Uh, Maylee was name dropped at the end of this episode, and we don't know who she is or uh, like what she's doing. Is like Elsa like able to? tame like mob beasts that was a huge surprise just to have mob beasts pulling up on the mansion i feel like you could you could really like spend hours dissecting this episode you really could yeah and i probably said this before but re-zero is one of those shows where like the the more you re-watch it honestly like the better the better it is just because of like um the use of loops and everything like able to pick up on different layers of characters in each loop. That's part of what made season one as awesome as it was, and uh, season two is well on its way to doing that as well. I think that's all I have to say on on ReZero. I don't want to talk everybody's heads off. Um, Does anyone just have any um, last, like, comments about uh, the episode? Oh, um, one thing I forgot to mention, um, with all the crazy stuff that was going on with all these events that happened in the mansion, one thing I forgot to bring up was how Frederica was questioned by Subaru about, oh, who are you working for or anything? Um, who, which other service do you work for? And she was forthright about it. She said that she was working for somebody else, but she couldn't say particularly who and Ram. Uh, picked up on that and saying that she was probably contracted not to say anything, but the whole situation there was that she was fully willing to go with Subaru to the sanctuary to get everything straightened out. So I'm wondering if that's going to play into the next episode on what, like who exactly was she contracted to work for and why was she there as a proxy to 
spy on Rose Wall and the entire mansion and everything. So I'm curious to see where that goes. Yeah, I mean, the mystery of Frederica um, and what she's got going on is is a key piece of the puzzle. That's for sure. Yeah, season two has been a, a thrill ride and uh, only a few more days until the next episode. So a lot to look forward to. Yeah, kind of in our final um, piece of business, um, as you all know, um, as part of uh, Japan's new and more strict uh, copyright laws, um, Kiss Anime and Kiss Manga um, have been uh, taken down. This time, uh, it looks to be permanently. You know, I I, I don't use those sites, but uh, Kiss Manga and sites like it are a big gateway for, like, uh, anime fans and a lot of those sites have titles that streaming sites like Crunchyroll and Funimation don't have. Brandon, uh, what are your thoughts on uh, the announcement of uh, Kiss Anime and Kiss Manga being um, taken down? I'm actually kind of glad that it got taken down because so many uh, artists, like mangaka artists and anime uh, producers and everything, they lose money and revenue off of that with people basically stealing from stealing their works of art and stuff. So I'm glad that people will now, hopefully they'll be able to support the industry more and give back to the creators that give, uh, that give us this stuff. And I don't understand why people who pirate anime complain about the quality and production of their series when they don't put anything like financially into the project itself, even though they're stealing from it. So I'm glad that Kiss Anime is gone. That way they can get their their worth because I know a lot of artists are happy about this news because now they're going to see a lot of economic change with everything going up, hopefully. And I do get that they do have um, titles that aren't accessible to certain streaming services and everything, but still, you always got to give them their due credit. Oh, yeah, for sure. Mr. Spencer, what do you, what do you think? Looks like it's raining outside. <laughs> are you sad? Are you sad to see it go? It's tough. But the whole thing is, no, seriously, I haven't, I haven't watched, I haven't used it in a while. But I would be lying if I said that my beginning years was because of it. Like a lot of the stuff that I used to watch as a kid growing up, I remember the first thing I used to watch was Lucky Star on this anime, and I remember it because I had a bookmark. So like on any Google Chrome I sign into, it's the first thing that pops up. Now it says block, but you know. I mean, to understand from the artist's perspective, I mean, like like the SMS you just said, you don't go to you don't go to places trying to get a deal. Don't go to people asking for deals or free shit. So I get it. Like yeah, artists should be paid to to have their work put out and everything. It's just my issue is that it's like six different platforms. And it's like, it's different things you gotta weed out for different platforms. So it's like, if I wanted to watch Carol on Tuesday, I'd have a Netflix. I can't have Punchville and watch that. And that's one thing I don't like, but that's, that's one of the reasons why I enjoyed this anime because it's literally everything you can think of. If it, if, if it, if a, like paying models to it so that way even the artists themselves could have had it yeah I still use it but it's kind of like when it was free it's, 
there. And, you know, there's the memes about, you know, your local hotties in town and stuff. Yeah, that's gone. I, I, I really feel like it's one of those things that we we all got accustomed to in, in the anime community. We didn't we didn't talk about it much, but it's like, you know, if I, if most of us in this group right now watch ReZero, most of us probably watch it on Crunchyroll. Somebody can watch it on Kiss Anime. I could watch it on Kiss Anime. No one really checks like that. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm sad to see it go, but I'm also still kind of mad that I have to pay seven dollars a fucking month for Carol to this. But, I mean, oh, hopefully at some point, Japan will just have their own, like, streaming service, which I've heard they, they thought about doing, which I've had before. And I'm not, I'm not one to give um, you guys other non-anime, other anime torrent websites, but um, if, if you know, you know by now, and if you just been using Kiss Anime, I'm sorry to tell you, it's time to pay you up. <laughs> That's true. Alexis, do you have any thoughts on Kiss Anime and Kiss Manga um, being taken down? Um, I didn't use those sites, um, but I mean, I get how you know it can be frustrating because back when I was in college, when I was broke as fuck, um, I would have to pirate a lot of shit. <laughs> I would have to pirate a lot of shit. So I get wanting to, you know, wanting access to content. And having to, you know, go through the private rate, the, the private route. I get that. At the at the under end, I get why um, the authors and content creators would be upset with these websites because this is their hard work, this is their livelihood, and they're not and it's being made available to everyone, and it's not you know they're not being paid for it. And I know if I were, you know, an, one of these authors, I'd be upset. So. And then another reason why a lot of people do use these pirating sites is because a lot of the anime or manga may not get licensed over here. So we don't have kind of have no choice but to use a pirated site because it's not available legally over here. So then you're forced to go that route. So, I, I mean, I see both sides of it. You know, I see why people want these pirate sites and I see why the creators don't want them there. Hopefully if they're going to be taking down these sites. Then hopefully that means that there's going to be more of an effort to get more content officially licensed over here. Um, I mean, of course, we already have, already have like a lot of different, you know, anime avenues that we can take legally, but there's still a lot of content that doesn't get licensed over here, That especially in the manga realm. There's a lot of manga that doesn't get um, an English translation, so you're kind of forced to go with the, with the um, fan translations and whatnot. I feel like if you really want to, you know, prevent your sites from getting taken down, stop posting them publicly. Don't be in the comment section saying, well, I use this. Just don't do it. If somebody wants to cite, post that shit in the DMs. Send it to them in the DMs. Because um, eventually it seems like, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if in the next couple of days we're hearing about a whole bunch of different sites. Because apparently this, uh, some new law just came into effect or something. I don't, I think I've read in one of the comment sections. Um, so I don't know if we can expect to see more sites start to come down in the next couple of days, um, which that's really going to suck. Yeah, that's that's all I have to say. Yeah, Mr. Harwell, do you have anything to add? <laughs> this nigga got uh, like seven different streaming accounts. He he got money. Don't worry about him. Bro, I don't have money like that, but it's just. <laughs> um, I have. I mean, I could say a lot, but 
I do get the people that say they don't have the money to do, like, you know, to watch all this stuff. But at the same time, if you really love this content, you will find a way to support it, you know. Like, we got people in the group that's, like, in there every day talking about how much they love anime. But then when you bring up, you know, the topic of paying for your anime, they try to say, oh, it's not that important to me. It ain't that deep, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, bro, you in here talking about the shit and you wishing that you would get your favorite fucking anime season renewed or, you know, a story adapted to um, <laughs> animation, but you won't pay for it. Talk that shit. Yeah. Like, I don't get that. I really do not get that shit. And there's just a lot of people that just, like, they use a lot of excuses for the reason why you don't want to pay. If you don't want to pay for it, just say that. I do not like motherfuckers. <laughs> this dude was like, oh, Sailor Moon isn't on Funimation, so that's why I don't use it. Okay, so what about the other 20 shows that you watch that are on Funimation, but you don't want to pay for it? I'm like, bruh, chill <laughs> out. Chill out. Chill out. Chill out. Chill out. Chill out. And I told it's another thing is, you have to either budget or you have to weigh the pros and cons of different apps. You don't have to have all of them, but if you want Crunchyroll for the like the simulcast that you do get, you can go to that. Or if you want dubs, you go to Funimation. You're gonna find something. All these people that are making these excuses, they're not watching that much anime anyway. <laughs> it's like it's it's a lie. It's a lie. Again, I don't want to sound, I don't want to be too mean because I'm going to be a bully and I'm going to be like, you broke as fuck. That's what they're going to get out of it. That's not what, what I mean. That's not what I mean. But people <laughs> prioritize things differently and they will go to McDonald's on a Monday, spend $10, $10 a day. That's $10 a month. It will get you crunch, bro. This nigga really doing the math. Like I don't, bro. I do not. I don't want. I don't want to sound like that. I don't want to be like that. But it's that's what it is. Like I cannot stand a person that feels entitled to say, "Oh, this show needs to get animated, uh, get an anime adaptation." But you won't. You gonna pirate it when it come out? <laughs> yeah. That's that's what gets me. Nigga said, "You have to show." Hunter Hunter comes out. <laughs> With uh, a new series season, everybody's been asking for the fucking creator to get off his sick bed to finish that story, and it comes out. You gonna pirate it? <laughs> <laughs> that don't that don't that don't sit well with me, in my spirit. But no. that's all I gotta say for now. You know, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was that was so eloquently put, just to say, stop being broke, niggas. That's not what I meant. Don't. I don't. Please don't. It's like you you got a way of pros and cons, bro. If you want this uh, app that has this many more shows that you want, then you're going to have to sacrifice and not get the other app. I'm going to keep it real with you. At this point, a lot of these streaming apps have a lot of 14, 15, 20-day trials. Listen, make a lot of emails. You could, yeah. Make a lot of emails. You'd be all right. You have to find a way to get what you want, bro. Like, there, there's no reason to not support something that you really like. 
Yeah. And a lot of these people love this shit, but not enough to pay for it. Because niggas like free shit. <laughs> niggas like free shit. I would take the umbrella right now. But like... my thing about when I was going on this anime is I would always have to worry about ass pop. I hate ass popping up. So oh my God. I hate ass popping up. Then it started to be where you had to look for a certain video that was actually good quality. It started doing that. It used to be, I just picked the first um, version and it should be like straight up 1080p. And now I'm like, well, I have to go five or six times just to find the right one that I like, you know? And I'm like, no, I'm I'm over this shit. Like I'm about to just, and then when Crunchyroll came out, it was like fucking 499. Now it's 699 and I really don't care. Six ninety nine. I spend like twenty dollars on meals and shit, bro. I can pay for six ninety nine a month. <laughs> what the flex? <laughs> that's not a flex. I'm just greedy. I'm greedy, and that's thing. Like Alexis knows, I'm greedy with my content. Yes. Ooh, I want my shit. I want my shit when I'm greedy. <laughs> said twenty dollar meals. What? Yeah. I mean, I'm the same. I pay for everything because I want yeah. everything. Um, yeah, I want everything. So- I have, you know, like 11 streaming services. I don't give a shit. I, I, I want it. I want my I pay for convenience because I yeah. I used to I used to do the, you know, the pirate sites, a lot of the pirate sites back in college. Mm-hmm. But it's just so inconvenient cuz yeah, I got to I got to look for what I'm looking for, look for the anime I'm looking for, then I got to press the episode one, then I got to press play, and then that link don't work, so then I got to press the next one, yeah. and then that link don't work. No. I don't have time. Just take my ten dollars so I can stream my shit in peace because this right. is I'm too over that shit. I, I don't have patience. I ain't got time. It's just I don't have the time. I'm paying for the convenience. I don't. I'm paying for the convenience of being able to watch what I want to watch in good quality. Have it marathon one after the other. I don't have to go from episode to episode to episode one at a time. It's just much better that way. You know, when it comes to pirate sites. I can almost always find what I'm looking for on any of the 11 streaming services that I have. Um, oh. Only if I can't find it on one of these sites, and if I really, really want to watch it, then yeah. I'm like, now I got to sit here and spend the next 30 minutes trying to find this shit, find a good link that works. Um, yeah. But I'm I'm looking at all the sites that I have legal sites first because that just makes it so much easier. If it's not on yeah. there, then I might suck it up and, and you know, find a, a pirate site. Mm. But it's just it's just too much work trying to pirate. Like, it's too much work. Yeah. I'm a steal. I want it to be easy for me to steal. I don't want to have to put all that work into stealing. It's just too much. I don't have to. <laughs> I'm, I'm spending 30 minutes trying to find a good quality video. Like, why? No. Okay, uh, okay, so here's a good question. Let's say there's one streaming site, one anime streaming site, has everything you want, but it's a very high price. We'll say 20 a month. I'm paying for it. Yeah. The <laughs> fuck? If it has everything I'm, everything I'm looking for, yeah, that's everything. cheap. Everything that I want, everything. cheap. Yeah, if it's got every anime I could possibly think of looking for, new seasons coming out, yeah, I'm paying for it. $20, but yeah, I'm paying think, But do you think the anime community will go for that? Yes. As a whole. Yeah. I mean, Netflix People, is you like, Netflix yeah. is $15. And you don't even have everything on Netflix. Yeah, sure. But that's I mean, other apps like that don't have just, like, they're not strictly anime. So, like, Hulu and Netflix, you can't really, and Amazon, you can't really count those as looking for straight anime because they never were geared towards anime community. They are trying to get more people into anime, but, like, they they profit off their fucking TV shows and movies and stuff. Right. 
True. But yeah, if there was an anime site like Netflix out there or something that has hundred percent of what I'm looking for and it's twenty bucks, I'm paying for it. Honestly, I would probably I'd probably pay more than twenty dollars. Honestly, I'll pay one. I ain't gonna leave my. I can tell you how much I pay. Let me just shut up. I will pay for it. I mean, I'm between all of my streaming services and all cable. I'm probably paying like two hundred bucks a month in TV. I don't know. You better pop those oh, I, I want what I want and I want it now, bro. Right, exactly. I want what I want. I want to watch what I want to watch when I want to watch it, and I want it to be easy and convenient to do so. So if I gotta pay for it, I'm gonna. I want this shit to be four K. Right. I remember as a kid, we just all watched cable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cable is so expensive, bro. I'm like, I'd rather have my little ten fucking apps. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I um. I agree with you guys. Like back in the day, um, uh, watching the YouTube clips, um, the one of like, three, like, one, yeah. one, one of seven or whatever. <laughs> and it should be in Spanish. <laughs> Where is the fucking English at? So that's nice to be able to. Like you guys said, have the convenience. Um, it's like right, right in the palm of your hands, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. For for a, for a while, like I would just go from like website to website. Like even even Facebook, I'd be watching the anime on Facebook, mm-hmm. and it's just mm-hmm. like a tiresome process. It might take you over. 30 minutes to like find what you're looking for exactly. when that's that long. And, so, the, and the yeah. kind of link that works. You find right. an episode of Naruto with, Span- with Spanish subtitles like that's going to help you. <laughs> yeah. This should be in Japanese. The, the subtitles be in Spanish. Have fun. Yeah. So, I mean, like the only like negative I can think that comes with all this is that those sites have a lot of obscure titles, and those sites are kind of the only places for those for the most part these days. Like, that aspect kind of sucks, but at the end of the day, I mean, creators and everybody that, like, worked on those adaptations, they're just not getting a dime from that. So I think a lot of people never took copyright stuff um, very, very seriously until, until now, and... I feel like this was a big wake-up call for a lot of people in the anime and manga communities. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, this is probably just the first domino, I'd imagine. So, um, we'll see. Was there anything you guys wanted to add or talk about before we uh, wrap this uh, episode up? I have one recommendation. Yeah. Fly me to the moon. Oh, yeah. I'm excited about that one, but um, yeah. I noticed that they, they changed, like, the uh, the title is, like, way different for, like, their anime marketing. I was kind of surprised. I was like, that looks a lot like Fly Me to the Moon, and they called it something totally different. You, 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 what do they call it now? I'd have to look at it. I'll look it up while you uh, give your recommendation. Yeah, I feel like I talked about it a while ago, but... To sum it all up, it's basically a dude that 
a dude that was like way too smart felt like he was above everybody else that he gets hit by a car well it was going to but someone saved him and he was so in love with the girl he was like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna get married to you oh this that and third and she was like okay i'll be waiting years go by and she plops up in front at his front doorstep like oh yeah here's a marriage license we're married now and it's really just a story of like a new newlywed couple but I think the I think the the guy is like eighteen, seventeen, like pretty young. But he just dropped out of middle school and never went back. Just been doing odd jobs his entire life. Because he did all these jobs so he could meet the girl, which ended up working out. It, it's just like a nice little romance, flesh life kind of thing. It, it doesn't really get too like what's the word, fan servicey. That it almost never happens. It's it's more just kind of like wholesome moments, which is nice to see. And it finally got it finally it finally got told that it was going to be animated because I think they have a trailer out for it. Yeah, there's a trailer out now. Oh, is it? The the title is uh, Tony Tony Kawa Over the Moon for You. Hmm. That's what they're calling it. Okay. So I just remember when this was announced that a lot of People were salty that this got an adaptation, and uh, Comey Can't Communicate still hasn't gotten an anime. <laughs> you know what? Let's talk about that for a second. I feel like it can't. <laughs> I really feel like it can. It's the way it's made. It's it's made for, to be a manga. I've heard some people say that they don't see how it could be adapted, but I feel like you could get creative and find a way. It'd probably be like. It'd probably be like one of the, it'd probably be like Lucky Star, where it's kind of like small episodes into one big episode, where it's like just daily hijinks. Slice of life. It, it could be like daily hijinks of the of the group and everything. I think the reason why everyone loves the story, oh, at least the reason why I love Komi Song, because it's like it's not just her that they're focused on. It's a lot of people that they put like different chapters on. There's some chapters where she's not there at all. Yeah. So it's like how how much how much would all that be put into to make it to make anime? Because that's a lot of people they gotta they gotta do. Hey, I mean, God of High School is finding a way. I mean, we've got thirty seven characters already that <laughs> that have names. You're right. Good point. If, if there's a will, there's a way. Because I I think just about now, almost all of the popular, I guess manga that a lot of people read are now getting adaptated and that's i think that's the last one i can think of yeah i mean i would have to have to sit down and really think i would have to agree at least as far as recent stuff i mean i would add um actage to that mix but it's too soon i'm not emotionally ready but um did we talk about that did we talk about that last week because that's just no, I mean, but it's it's just a it's rough, crappy situation for everyone involved. Yeah, um, I guess now that we're talking about it. Um, last week, the uh, manga writer for Shonen Jump series Actage was um, arrested and like charged with sexual assault. I believe that sent. <laughs> quite a big shockwave throughout the community actage is um it's a recent trend but it's um actually co-produced the author who like writes the story and does 
storyboards, he's the one who got arrested. It has a separate illustrator who illustrates everything. And her name is Shiro um, Usazaki, a super, super talented young um, manga artist on the scene. She started, when act, when Acted started um, a couple of years ago, she was only 19. And now she's one of the best artists we have in manga. I mean, if you've read any of the Actage manga or at least seen panels from it, it's a gorgeous series. Absolutely um, beautiful. So yeah. the writer got arrested, and Uzazaki and the Shonen Jump team basically agreed it's for the best of everyone's interests uh, if the manga is just, is just discontinued. The last chapter aired last week and they were right in the middle of of a new arc when um when this happened so it just sucks that you know one of the best uh, new series new manga um kind of got uh cut down before a lot of people even got a chance to read the series and i'm sure an anime was at least in talks yeah it's just very sad you know Heart goes out to the victims, as well as Uzazaki. Hopefully, like an artist with her caliber, um, should be able to find work pretty easily. Maybe she'll um, have a series of her own um, pretty soon. I'm sure we haven't seen the last of her yet. Yeah, it, it sucks about Actage. It was a fun series. My heart, my heart really does go out to just all the fans and everybody because. It's such a it's such a disgusting thing, and the the thing I do want to point out is that all this happened like legit a day, so like it it wasn't kind of like people found out that he did something. No, it was like the same day he did it, the same day he got arrested. Because I had to, I had to look it up. Full disclosure: he inappropriately touched a middle school girl, and with, with within that same day, the girl reported it to the police. The police went to his door. And he didn't even say anything. He was just like, "Yeah, yeah, it was crazy." I mean, you know, he was, he was a pre- he was a pretty good writer, and to ruin someone else's life and to throw your whole career away—it's pretty. Uh, it's obviously stupid, but you could use more uh, choice words too. Brandon, did you did you start reading Actage at all? Uh, I collected the first volume because, like you said, the illustrator is extremely talented. I mean, that uh-huh. manga art is gorgeous because that's the main reason why I picked it up and I thought it was a new, it looked like something new in Shonen Jump. Like, it had those drama elements to it and I wasn't, like, into the, like, power, like, power system and everything of, like, different Shonen titles and I decided to pick this one up because it's a drama manga series, but my heart just goes out to the uh, artist because she got it's just all bad all around. She's got a lot of support, actually. A lot of people, a lot of um, different illustrators from different mangas have been drawing their characters for the for, for the past yeah. week or so, which is really nice to see. Yeah, I really hope she finds something soon because this dude just threw her whole life away for just ruined everything. I don't, I don't, I don't think it's gonna take long because, because like you said, her the artwork, the artwork shows. Like it's yeah, definitely does. It's gorgeous, especially like she's really good at intense scenes. 
Yeah, intense emotions and everything with the facial expressions just mm-hmm. on point with everything. I mean, just crisp. It was gorgeous. It, it's like there could be a panel where it says nothing at all, and you can tell what's happening. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, it sucks. It does. <laughs> I don't really know how else to put it, but yeah. Did you guys have anything else you wanted to um, uh, say before we wrap things up? Um, one thing I wanted to add while we were talking about the uh, Kiss anime thing, I'm just hoping with this whole movement of shutting down illegal sites and everything, I'm hoping, because I heard news the other day that Jujutsu Kaisen had its um, licensing uh, bought by Crunchyroll, so they'll be streaming it when it premieres in October, even though they said it's being released in Japan on Netflix, because I thought it was going to be on Netflix jail and everything, but now it seems like they're putting it on um, Crunchyroll for it, streaming it week by week for when it drops in early October. So I'm hoping more titles get their licenses bought, because I know it's extremely expensive to buy a license for certain anime titles. I hope, like, Doro and uh, Vinland Saga that are on Amazon Prime gets to other streaming services and stuff. I'm hoping more obscure anime get released and is more readily available to us to use streaming services and stuff. Yeah, I mean, the more you can avoid situations like Netflix jail, the better. Yeah. It is when Netflix jail hits, it just, it's like, come on. And I was looking so forward to um, reviewing the, uh, the great pretender, but that doesn't get released in the U.S. for Netflix until next Thursday, I think, gets released. Are you so, Mm-hmm. The 20th. So I've been looking forward to that one for a while now, so I'm definitely going to be watching that when it premieres. Most definitely. Yeah. I mean, I think that about does it um, for this week. It was a pretty uh, extensive podcast, a lot of ground covered this week, a lot to look forward to next week. Yeah, everyone, uh, thanks for uh, taking the time to listen to us today, and um, uh, we look forward to talking to you soon.